Hey everybody, welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great weekend. I'm going to play you a, a short clip from a little training video that is actually inside of Send Gym. One of the cool things about our software is, yeah, we mail postcards and greeting cards and letters and voicemail bombs. We have we have a lot of like cool features, but one of the things that I thought was important that I think makes our company unique is we go pretty heavy on our customer education. So when you, like a lot of you guys are customers, but when you're in there, there's a tab called education and there's tons of videos and trainings and stuff. And when you watch these little videos that help you with your business, you actually generate free credits. So you can mail a postcard or two or five postcards for free just for teaching yourself business stuff. It's been one of the smartest things we've done. Our customers absolutely love it. It gamifies it. It helps us build a better relationship with our clients. Uh, but I was going to do a podcast on my employees today and just give some quick tips. And then I realized, hey, I'm just going to use the uh, audio from this video uh, that's inside of our education area inside of Send Gym. So I hope you guys like it and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care. God bless. Okay, so we have customers, we have prospects, now we have employees. I am shocked by the small number of people that actually actively and intentionally invest in marketing and the relationship and thinking long-term with their team members, with their staff. You know, I, it gets me worked up. It gets me worked up because it's crazy to me. I'm not talking about being a buddy to all your employees and being a doormat and being like, well, hey, you know, we really like you. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being strategic in the way that you invest in the relationship with your staff. So how, do, how does your company get money? Your company gets money from who? Customers, right? And how are your customers served? Well, by your staff, by your employees. And let me ask you a third question. How well are your customers served? Well, I can tell you something. It depends. It depends on your employees and what the company culture is like at your office and what levels of accountability there are. How do you get employees that do the right thing when no one's looking? How do you get the employees that are happy to work the extra shift or come in on a weekend because they're part of a team and it feels real and you're invested in them? That is the essence of what I'm talking about with employee relationship marketing. I can tell you, especially with young people, and this is true for everybody, but especially with the millennials, you know, the 20 to 30 year olds, if you can find a way to just hit pause every so often, once a month, once a quarter and say, hey, you know, I recognize what you're doing. You're doing a great job. I just want to say thank you. If you do that for these people, okay, they, they will go to war for you. They will climb Mount Everest for you. And it's not about manipulation. It's about serving them. Part of uh, relationship marketing has to do with finding ways to serve to give. I have a friend in New Jersey. His name is Brian Hegarty. And he sits down with his employees and he teaches them financial planning. He teaches them how to balance a checkbook. He helps them build a strategy to pay off all their credit card debt in 12 to 18 months. He does these things not because it has absolutely anything to do with his business, because it doesn't, but because he understands the power of relationship marketing. And if I had a competing business in the same market as Brian, I would not want to go up against him and his team because he has a real team. They have each other's back. They all have dream boards where they write down their goal to buy a house, to pay off my student loans, to get a promotion, to make more money, to pay for your mom's medical treatment, to buy your first car, whatever it is. You need to get organized in the way that you engage with your employees if you want to have a healthy, thriving business. Not to mention the fact that 
This is just a better way to do business, okay? Business is about a lot more than money. And if you can have a young man or woman come into your organization, spend time with you, you're serving and giving them, yes, you're still holding them accountable, yes, you're still a business and it's all professional, but you're serving, you're teaching, you're leading, you're loving on them, every quarter they're getting an unexpected gift or something. Uh, when you do that and they leave a couple years later, they're, they're leaving a better person. They're entering the world a better person and that's the result of you. Now, does it affect your bottom line? Yeah, it does. You will literally make a lot more money by doing relationship marketing with your employees. One of the ways that I like to do relationship marketing with employees is through a very simple idea called planned randomness. And I didn't make up this concept. I actually learned it from a guy named John Rulin. And I had done this in my business for many years, but I never called it planned randomness. And what you want to do is you want to periodically surprise the members of your team with a personalized and significant gift or reward or money or something or a dinner or a thank you or a pat on the back, anything. When you do this, you're depositing into their emotional bank. And when times get hard in your company and you require more of them, that's when you can take a withdrawal out of that emotional bank. Most employers don't ever put any deposits in, they're only trying to withdraw. And that makes it very difficult to have good employee retention and to get employees that do the right thing when no one's looking. The only way you're gonna get all of your team in the boat, rowing in the same direction, rowing at the same pace, is if you are tactical in the way that you love on and engage your employees. One of the ways I did this was by building a spreadsheet. And in this spreadsheet, I had the names of all my staff members, the names of all their spouses or girlfriends or boyfriends. I had the names of their dogs or cats if they had them. I had their favorite sports teams, what their hobbies were. And then the most important thing at the end was their employee love language. Now, I, I stole this concept from a, a book on marriage called The Five Love Languages. And so I call it the employee love language. And there's really four different types of ways that people want to be recognized or rewarded for their efforts as an employee. Number one is through money. Money's great. Some people work really hard because they want money. That's the most important thing. There's nothing wrong with that. So if, if you identify that, you would put that on the spreadsheet next to Bill. And then maybe Mary, she has a different you know, employee love language. Hers might be public recognition, right? Public recognition. So at your next company meeting, because you're strategic and you're using plan randomness, you recognize her in front of the whole rest of the company, you give a round of applause, and you just let everybody know how spectacular she has done on a certain thing. Another love language for employees is time, right? Time, giving them time off unexpectedly. Some people work really hard just so they can have more time off. It can be the most important thing in the world for a lot of people. And so if you schedule a day of work for someone on a Friday and it looks miserable and they come to work and you say, hey, I got you. You don't have any work today. I wanted you to have a long weekend because you're doing a great job. I want to recognize that I see it and, and, and it matters. So you're getting a full day's pay today. You have a whole long weekend. All this was a trick. Have a great time. Now that is a simple example of planned randomness to an employee whose employee love language was time. Can you see where I'm going with this? And the last one is words of affirmation. A lot of people grew up in fatherless homes or in dysfunctional homes, and they've never had a person that they look up to in their entire life ever tell them good job. They've never had anybody tell them and look them in the eye and say, you know what, I see a lot of potential in you. Now, here's where it's critical that you're authentic, okay? People can smell a phony a mile away. 
you need to really try to understand what the potential is in all of your different team members, where their strengths are, where their weaknesses are. If you can figure those things out and identify the best to your ability, what their love language is, and then put your arm around the neck of the one guy coming in late and say, man, you're just doing a great job. Like, wow, how'd you learn to work so hard? You know, and also I noticed you did this one thing. We didn't even ask you to and you did it. That's amazing, man. You know, thank you. That one tiny investment, that deposit in the emotional bank of that guy will give you a return on your investment that's impossible to measure, but I can tell you it's real big. Hey, thanks for hanging out, friends. And from all of us here at the Quick Talk Podcast team, we hope you love today's show. We hope that you were inspired to become a doer and not just a listener. Apply what you've heard today in your own business and watch things change for the better. Lastly, remember that all the money in the world can't save your soul. Seek first the kingdom of God, my friends. We'll see you next time. For more information about the Quick Talk Podcast or Joshua's other businesses, visit our website, quicktalkpodcast.com. Have a blessed day.